Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Miss Biz. Today's podcast episode is going to be about email marketing campaigns where we're going to be sharing tips on how to get higher conversions, engagement, and better return on investment for your marketing dime. So stay tuned. I have a confession. I was not a believer in email marketing. When I first started my business and I made that list of all the things that I wanted to do to build my brand awareness, email marketing was not even on the list. It really wasn't until I heard the statistic that according to HubSpot, email marketing is 40 times more effective than Facebook that my perspective on email marketing changed. I thought to myself, here I am spending all of this time and effort into building a presence on social media when I am completely ignoring a tool available to me that is 40 times more effective than my social media attempts. So hearing that statistic really changed my perspective on email marketing and I started making it a priority. And when I did that, um, I have really had uh, received the benefit in building my business through email marketing. And here's another statistic for you. According to a study by DMA, the average return on investment for email marketing is $38 for every $1 spent. That is a huge return on investment, um, which is why it's very critical to make sure that you're building an effective email marketing campaign for your business. So we're going to talk about some tips and some ways to really get the most bang for your buck. Um, the most important important tip that I think that I could ever give to anybody in this world is to authenticate your domain. Um, and if you don't know what that means, um, what you're going to do is you're going to look on the platform that you're using and you're going to check your domain and see that it's authenticated. Um, and what this does, well, it does several things, but one of the most important elements that it covers is it makes sure that your email address isn't going into spam. So check it because unless somebody tells you, you don't know whether your emails are going into spam or not. And I have to give a shout out to Rachel on this because when I first started my email marketing campaign, mine were going to spam and I did not know it. And Rachel said to me, Brooke, we have to fix this. Your emails are going to spam. And I really wasn't even concerned with it because again, at that point in time, it was not my priority, but she was determined that they could not go to spam. And so she figured out the solution, which was to authenticate the domain. Now for someone like me, if you told me you need to authenticate your domain, I would have no idea how to do that. So can you please tell our listeners 
what do they do to authenticate their domain and avoid their emails going to spam? So basically, you're going to look for a section called domain. You're going to press the, the button that says authenticate, and then you're going to follow the prompts. Um, and then once you follow that process, then um, it should say that it was successful. You can always send a test email. So if you have somebody in your inner circle that you trust and you're like, hey, um, I'm going to send you a test email. Will you let me know if it goes in your spam or inbox? Um, that's what I would recommend doing to make sure that it was in fact successful and then you can go on to your next big campaign so you said to look for um, a, a prompt that says domain, but yes. where? Where are we looking for that? So it's going to be somewhere in your settings. A lot of it- Settings where? It, settings of what? Well, it depends on what platform you're using. Okay, so what's an example of a platform? So MailerLite mm -hmm. is an example of a platform that you could use, and it's going to be one, like one of the first things you see when you log in, there's different tabs, and it's going to say domain. So if someone subscribes to MailerLite as their provider for email marketing, then in the, when they log into the platform, there's going to be somewhere a tab called domain. Domains. Got yes. it. Okay. And, and then is MailerLite who you use? MailerLite is who I prefer. I've done email marketing campaigns on all kinds of different platforms, but MailerLite is probably my favorite. And for others out there who aren't familiar with or don't prefer MailerLite, mail, mailer um, what's another option they could utilize that is popular? Uh, MailChimp is probably, uh, if not the most popular, one of the most popular email platforms that you can use. Um, and Constant Contact is pretty popular as well. Um, but moving um, on to authenticating your domain, so not only does it help prevent your emails from going into spam, but it also creates an extra layer of protection by enhancing email security, which in turn is going to protect your brand, your reputation, and help maintain trust with your, with your audience. Excellent, so once your domain is authenticated, and you are assured your emails will not go to spam, now we are ready to start creating our email list. So Rachel, what are some ways that people can go about building that email list? Well, there's a lot of different ways. One of the best ways is to have on your website an easy button for them to say that they want to sign up for your newsletter. Um, you can also include it in your uh, social media marketing campaign um, as well as your contact page. And even to take it a step beyond that, you can you will likely get more signups if they are receiving something in exchange for that sign up immediately. Uh, so the, the signing up for the newsletter is something that they would expect to receive you know, sometime down the road, but if, if they can sign up and receive something immediately that is of value to them, then you are likely to get more signups. So a couple examples could be a five minute video where you're talking about you know, something crucial in the industry where you work or um, something that would be important to your target market, or a free booklet that you've prepared um, on some topic that's of interest. The key is that it's something that people 
who are your target market want to receive. Um, if they are receiving something immediately, they are more likely to provide their email address and you're more likely to get email addresses of people who are more interested in what you offer than just someone who um, is looking for a freebie. Absolutely. Um, another way to get people's email addresses is um, like during uh, during events, um, like you can have, we at Bold Seagull, we had a photo booth. And what we did is we had people sign up to have their picture taken. We took their picture. Uh, we had them put the email address down so that we could send them the picture. But then that email address went on to our mailer light campaign. And what was also great about that is we could reuse the pictures for social media because they signed a consent form saying that we could use it for promotional purposes. Um, so finding a creative way that's going to be something that the consumer wants to do, something that they're going to have a good experience from because you're giving them something and that makes them happy. And then, then you're gonna be able to stay in contact with them. That is really important for keeping that relationship alive. Absolutely. Um, another way to build your email list is just continually adding your new clients each month. We uh, use a software system that allows us to run a report each month and provides us with the email addresses of all of our new clients that month. So every month, Rachel runs that list and adds those email addresses to our email list so that it's just constantly growing um, each month. Another way that you can build your email list is by collecting business cards. So anytime that you're at a social networking event or you're out in the community or business cards are being passed back and forth, make sure you're taking advantage of it and collect every single business card that you can or that you think is part of your intended audience that would benefit from your services. and. Keep them, keep them until you get a stack and then add them, once you get like 10, add them to your email marketing campaign. And, and I do that now. I am notorious for collecting business cards at events and then I put them in a drawer and with the intent to follow up with those folks and then a month later, I see them again in the drawer and think, okay, I'm gonna do that, I, I need to do that, I need to get around to that, and then eventually, I'm like, I gotta clean out this drawer, and I swoop them all into the trash. So um, now, I have a much more effective um, policy or procedure where I take a picture of the business card and I send it to a staff member and ask them to please add this to our email list and then within two seconds I am done and can move on to the next thing and now I know that that person's gonna start receiving my emails so if I do get around to following up with them personally that's great and oftentimes I do but if not at least they're gonna still be hearing from me and still remembering who I am because they're gonna get my emails Absolutely. Um, so we have our email list done. Now the next step is figuring out like who is your email going to come from? So believe it or not, it really is important who that email is coming from. So Brooke, can you tell me a little bit about an experience that you had with that? Sure. 
at Bolts Legal, we have a really high open rate, and we'll talk about that in a moment, but one of the reasons is because the emails come from my personal email address. So the people on my list are clients of mine, former clients of mine, and business associates of mine, people who know me personally. So if when they see an email from me, they automatically are going to be more inclined to open it than if it came from an email address like front desk at Bolts Legal or info at Bolts Legal or you know guest services at Bolts Legal. Any, any generic email address is going to be less likely to be open than something that is more personal from somebody that they know. Absolutely. And something else that's just as important is the subject line. So the subject line, I mean, obviously who it's coming from is very important, um, but the subject line often determines whether people open it or not. In fact, the average open rate is 21.5%. Um, so once you can build an effective subject line and kind of test and look through the analytics and see what's working, what's not working, you are going to be most likely to have a more effective email marketing campaign. What is your best subject line you've used on an email marketing campaign? So it, it was my email marketing campaign had the highest open rate and it, it, it was a subject line that was so simple. It just said best dad joke ever. And when people opened it up, it was for Father's Day. When people opened it up, it had a lame joke that my dad's been telling for years that says, when is a car not a car? Oh, when it turns into a driveway. And then it goes into like a touching story about the relationship between father and son and how important it is and um, make sure that you thank your fathers and father figures. And it was like a really emotionally uh, bonding email and that got a lot of good feedback from it. But had it not for, been for that subject line that said best dad joke ever, I don't know how many people would have opened it. So subject lines really do matter in the email marketing campaign world. One more thing that I just remembered about the importance of who the email comes from is that that who is, is who is going to receive the replies. So if someone reads your email, um, I get replies all the time from people who say, thanks for sharing your story, and then they tell me their story on the similar subject. And that opens the door to building a direct relationship with your email list when they reply. And, and that, that happens to me, pretty much every campaign, I will get some responses from people reacting to whatever they read, and then we have an, you know, a back and forth engagement over that subject, and you know, it just continues to help build the relationship. Absolutely. Another tip that I can give to you guys is to use personalization. So according to a study by Campaign Monitor, emails with personalized subject lines are 25-6% more likely to be opened. So personalization is crucial in email marketing. And not even just necessarily in the subject line, but in the email it's it, as well. Um, you can in include the person's name. Um, you can include very specific 
specific information about like what products they've used. Um, so for example, there's a company that sells a product that I really, really like, and it's very, very expensive. And that company knows that I really like that product. So what they do is they send me emails that say the name of the product and that it's on sale. So they are using effective keywords to personalize their email marketing campaigns to increase the revenue that they're going to be receiving because they know that I'm a, a customer that really likes that product. So you can use personalization in the subject line and also in the email to make it more personalized and more specific to your intended audience so that you have a higher um, return on investment and you receive more revenue that way. Um, one of the, the emails I've gotten like before was when I was trying to order something online and I didn't complete my order and I got an email saying oh let's pick up where we left off and it was basically prompting me to finish my purchase and I thought wow that's a great email because they already knew I was interested in the product I just didn't finish it for whatever reason and now they're trying to close the sale yes and in in my business which is service oriented a way that I personalize emails is by making different email lists. I have a general email list that has everybody on it. And then I have other more specific lists for, for example, I do a lot of work with doctors. So I have a list of just doctors. So anytime I have a topic that I think would be of interest to doctors, I send it just to that email list. So it's more personalized because it's something that's going to be of more interest to them in their profession than it would be to just anyone in the public. Absolutely. Um, so in terms of building valuable content, um, another way that you can personalize it is by including images of you as the owner, your staff, um, any type of videos that you have, you can include in the email. And those are all really good things for building trust with your consumers, but it's also things that they want to see. They would much rather see the owner and the staff opposed to seeing like like some stock pictures or stock videos of something that is, you know, not what they want to see. So um, that is one of my biggest advice is make sure that you're using, you know, pictures and videos of you and your team. Absolutely. I try to include a photo or video that is personalized in every email. Um, I, I am not a fan of stock images. Another important aspect to consider is the length. So in terms of email marketing, shorter is sweeter. Um, and a study shows that the ideal length for email is anywhere between 50 and 125, uh, 125 words. So keeping it short and sweet and to the point is optimal in email marketing campaigns. I certainly agree with that personally. I know that I'm busy and I receive a lot of emails. So I, if I open something and it's too long, that fact alone will cause me to delete out of it because I just don't have the time. Even if it's an interesting subject to me, if it's too long and I can't, uh, I don't have the time, 
uh, I will I, I will very likely not read it. And that'll also cause you, if you have that experience one time, it'll also cause you to not want to open any future emails because you already know that this, you know, this sender is going to be writing you a book and you just don't have time to read a book. So um, that's a very good point that you brought up, Brooke. So how do we know if our emails are are doing a good doing what we want them to do what you're gonna do is you're gonna look at the analytics so your analytics and reports are gonna tell you like what your open rate is um, how many people are clicking on the links inside of your email marketing campaigns um, and it's going to show you like the exact number of how many people opened it um, the number of subscribers um, it's gonna give you a lot of information on um, basically what is going on and what your success is. Where do they find those analytics? Um, it's gonna be in the data part of, of the platform. It's, it, it's called different things. So inside of MailerLite or MailChimp or whatever platform yeah. they're using, there'll be an analytics portion. They're, they're always gonna have a place where you can view the data to see um, how well it's performing. And uh, Bolts Legal, you looked up this morning our open rate, and it was 46.85%. So if you recall, Rachel said the average open rate is 21.5%. Bolts Legal's is more than double the average open rate. So I attribute that to a number of things. Um, one, as I mentioned, come, the emails come from me personally. Number two, and when I say personally, I'm not the one writing every email and, and hitting send, send, send. It just, the email address is so, that, it, that it shows up from is, is my email. Um, two, the subject lines are catchy and um, cause people to be curious of the email. And three, we, we make them as engaging and personalized as possible. Um, and, and I think that has been why we've had so much success with our email open rate. Yep, so those are all really great tips. Um, and we thank you so much for tuning in to Miss Biz today. We hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and happy email marketing. We appreciate you and are honored to be on this journey with you. We can't wait to help you, to encourage you, and show you how to grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. If you found Miss Biz helpful, please leave a review and share with others. You can follow us on social media at Miss Biz Podcast. For legal questions or services, please visit boltslegal.com. And for digital marketing needs, please visit boltsmedia.com. Let's, Let's get, get biz done. done.